Ooh, are you a comic? Yes. Co- are you just you just like Superman or you're a comic? Yeah, I like Superman. Guy. I'm a big Superman guy. Are you? Yeah. Oh, I got some stuff for you then. Well, here's the thing. I mean, listen. Are you a Superman uh, they, guy? I, they just no. put it out, though, about that Superman is bisexual now. That's awesome. Well, I love that. Super, super. I mean, look, I don't care. I mean, do you care about people's sexuality? I could care less. You know, I could care less as well. I think it's I a just great think if you Don't be in the closet. That's my thing. You know, if you're gay, get out of the closet. Enjoy life. You know what I mean? Sure. Shit. It's tough for some people to get ripped out. I got closet, it. Particularly, pip, p- particularly people that are uh, my era. You're born in the 1960s. It's hard for people. You know what I mean? But by 2000, people should get relaxed, you know? Yeah. I mean, as somebody who's uh, still closeted to my parents, yeah, it's still tough because they're from that era. Do you know what I mean? I mean, oh, I'm so not you're, in my industry. You, you're out of the closet to your friends, but not your parents? Yeah, correct. Okay, correct. but how, yeah. how, but I mean, you know, your mother probably knows anyway, though, no? Don't you think? I don't know. She, like, recently, it's been like, she was asking, like, all this, she's like, uh, she was asking, she's like, oh, I saw your credit card statement. Like, who are you going out to dinner with all these? And I was like, friends. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I kind of, I I don't know if she knows, but like, you know, I come from a a, a, a Catholic family, Filipino, you know, I'm second generation here. So it's, uh, there's that fear, obviously, you know what I mean? She she knows, just get out of the, you you, you want, you want a great book. I'll give you, uh, go, go buy yourself the Velvet Rage. One of my friends wrote that book about living in the closet and the trepidations and the fear your mother loves you. Tell her the truth. You know, you got you got raised Catholic, so you probably have anxiety about it. Just tell her oh the my truth. God. Yeah, it's worse than Jewish guilt. Right. No, I got it. <laughs> this is cool. No. I'm so excited to be talking to you. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm, thr- you. I'm thrilled to be on. You got to call me Anthony. Anthony, and yes. My, yeah. my, my chief of staff is gay. My nephew is gay. And I'm very proud to tell you that with my help, I got them forward on it. And they're living great lives. last like 24 months my parents have been with me but uh this thanksgiving i uh was a day it was actually sunday yesterday i uh took um i took scaramucci's advice man i uh came out to my parents no way yeah man i did i did holy on thanksgiving weekend well it was like thanksgiving weekend yeah and i was like I just all fucking try to conform a little bit and ruin Thanksgiving, but um, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. Uh, uh, if you guys don't know, I'll be staying with Greg for a couple of weeks while my parents <laughs> digest everything. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. They were very cool about it. Uh, it's a cool feeling to uh, finally. Well, good for you. That. What Thanks, what was. Man. What was their reaction? Like, did they be like, yeah, no shit or? No, I mean, my mom said that she kind of knew uh, like a couple of years ago. Uh, my, but, you know, my mom is also, she's very, she was just, she was like, it was like another thing. Like, literally, I told her and she's like, oh, okay. She's like, I get it. Not a, whatever. And then she's like, then she went back to her phone. And I was like, that's it? Like, everybody has these fucking stories of coming out to their family. And it's like, people are fucking crying. No, none of that shit. No letter was written to me. Um, in true Borromeo fashion, yeah. And then my dad was uh, taking a nap because I got him some new weed. That just fucking knocked him out. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he groggily came up, uh, woke up, and uh, we're all sitting at the table. And he's like, what's up? And he like he knew something was up, and uh, yeah, I told him, and he's like, 
Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> Past the crab legs. <laughs> we didn't even have crab legs. We were eating like this breakfast. We were like having like uh, like a Filipino breakfast, and uh, he's like, he's like, good for you. Yeah, whatever you, whatever you want, whatever you want, whatever you want. He's like, I still love you no matter what. And he's like, my head hurts. And it was like this thing that like nobody gave a fuck about. <laughs> you're waiting. Was... You're waiting to spend the whole day in like a therapy session. They're like, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, fine. that's fine. Just wear the eggs. We're hungry. That, that's great. Yeah, it was it was completely like that. And then like the jokes are coming. Like I told my oh my sister knew, and I told my brother, and he's like. Oh, so like you got to take a pill because you're happy and sad. I was like, no, you that's that's bipolar. I'm bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good bit. That's a good yeah, bit. Thanks. <laughs> so, yeah, man. I mean, I am out of the closet, I, I guess. Wow. Wow. That's yeah, fucking man. fantastic. I'll have to send the note to Scaramucci. Yes, I definitely, I definitely will. I will say if any of our listeners are out there and, you know, like they struggle with it or they have friends that, you know, are struggling with it, like it, it, it's, you know, the, there are some silver linings, you know, sometimes it doesn't go how bad you think it's going to be. You know what I mean? We hear these horror stories, you know, here, you know, uh, the summertime is known for this ex, uh, this, this mass, um, uh, this this mass influx of specifically younger gay uh, people and transgender people, um, and because they're being kicked out of their house and they want to enjoy New York City for the first time during the summertime, and it leads to some really shitty stuff. Like some of these some of these teenagers, they get on the streets and they're on drugs and shit like that within a couple of days because they need money. They're turning tricks and it's quintessential but like if you've got some a friend like that you know or a brother or sister or aunt and uncle like you know give them a hug you know what i mean right 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 yes yeah, it's funny because we had i was in a fraternity in college and i had a we had a lot of football players in our fraternity and you know whatever it was just a mixed bag of people and one of the guys in our fraternity one of my you know very close friends he we all knew he was gay Right. But he didn't come out to anyone until like senior year. But we I mean, everybody knew. Right. Like it wasn't a it wasn't like a secret secret. It was a secret right. to him. Right. And what and then the, he went around <laughs> to each of his close friends, like coming out to each of them individually. Right. So I remember when like when he came out to me, he was like telling me how I was the person he was the most he was worried about, like telling because he didn't, you know, like I'm like, I don't know why, like I'm not homophobic in any way whatsoever. I grew up, you know, hanging out in the city amongst every kind of person ever. And I had two gay uncles. I mean, it wasn't like I was, you know, uh, I believe the, I believe the correct term is gunkles. gunkles. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he like starts telling me going down the road of about to come out and he was getting like teary eyed and I just stopped him and I'm like, listen, I'm a, I know that you're gay. <laughs> like, and I've known for like three years, like we're good. Yeah. And he was so anticlimactic. And Do you he, know it'd be funny if he, if he was like, he's like, I'm not, I was going to tell you that I love you. And uh, uh, <laughs> would you be my, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I can't eat hummus. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting 
getting all teary eyed. He's like, I just want to let you know that your cologne makes my eyes water up. <laughs> and I can't I want go. You to find a new- <laughs> we, we need to find a new lunch spot. That's all I was trying yeah. to say. <laughs> uh yeah but it's like it's it's crazy so but uh well, good you know, for you i'm sure it's a big thanks, weight man. Off my shoulders. it is a big weight off my shoulders it's great to pull dl off my grinder profile right? <laughs> <Hi-oh>. <laughs> i mean it, you know, these days it's like it's i mean i fully understand why people go through you know go through that but i mean it's so normal now you know and it's been for such a long time that right you know, gay, bisexual, whatever, it's, it's part of the culture, no different than being, you know, left-handed or, you know, or whatever. So it's not, I think to most people. Being a Democrat. Exactly. Right. (laughs) Like to most people, I don't even think it registers as a thing anymore. Yeah. You know, certainly a lot of people it does, but most people, I think certainly city people and, and people that are more cultured, it's not, you know, it's not a thing. It's, it, you know, yeah, I, I don't think so. We hope that it is, do you know what I mean? But, you know, when you're, and, and you know, you know, just, just know, listeners, that, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it, you could be, you could be listening anywhere in the world, you could be in Alabama, but it is a little bit more acceptable, kind of like, at least in our area. It was tough for me because I'm dealing with, because uh, I'm second generation here in the States. So, you know, um, I didn't really, I don't really know about uh, how they would feel. I mean, I was brought up Catholic, you know, anybody that was raised in the church, you know, I always hearken back. One of my best friends in this industry is Justin Randall. And Justin's one of the first people that I kind of came out to about it. And he's gone through some really uh, tough stuff with his family. And it sucks because he's younger than me. So, you know, like, I mean, I came, dude, I, how many times have I said the F word and, you know, made, made some sort of prancy joke you know, when I was in high school and middle school, you know what I mean? Sure. That was like, the, that was in the nineties and early 2000s. And now God forbid you say, you know, that's gay. Do you know what I mean? The, oh my the God. Backlash that can it, come. So it's, it's weird. Yeah. I was just talking to someone about that the other day about the dire straits song. Um, money. For oh yeah. What, that's what, right. The line uh, of the song is the, the, chicks are free yet. the little tag. Uh, is he going to say it? Are you going to say it? Are you going to say it? I'm going to say it. And, but, I was like, you could never, like nobody, even Eminem, like you just can't write that those songs anymore. You just can't, like, you know what I mean? And it's part of that. I think is is good, and the other part I think is a little too PC. But it's it, it you know it sure. it's no different. I don't know. It's just the whole thing to me. It's, I I hate to sound like a I don't know naive, but I do think at this point in twenty twenty one, almost twenty twenty two, it's stupid. Like if if you're that fucking small-minded <laughs> then like just go dig yourself in a hole greg you are know? you saying that you're small-minded if you're and stupid if you're gay i'm <laughs> 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 gonna get greg canceled before the end of this that's episode a, that's a sound bite right there is it no. <laughs> that'd be a way to turn the tables for sure yeah yeah <laughs> Awesome, it's man. really weird. It's like it's like uh, somewhat damaged turned into like this crossfire kind of idea now. It's really <laughs> really interesting. Uh, well, that's all good news. <laughs> yeah, man. So what oh, you know, and the jokes came already. The jokes came already. I was leaving yesterday uh to go um out to the store and Leo was like, I wanna go, I wanna go, I wanna go. I was like, 
jumping up on me. And my dad grabs it. He goes, no, 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 no. Stay here. We need to pray for your, for, 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 for your brother's soul. <laughs> <laughs> for your brother's soul. <laughs> I was like, oh, the jokes are coming already. But I'm bump. Oh, man. We got a good podcast. We had a good podcast today, man. Right? We had a good podcast. Me and you now with Joe, Mr. Bartnick. Well, Joe's about to, Mr. Bartnick's about to sign on here. If you guys don't know about Joe, Joe is the opener for uh, William Burr. Um, he is very famous for his um, his scene in, I think, some Disney movie, isn't it? Was he in The Mandalorian or something? Or I'm not up on What's Disney that movies. No, that's, that's the uh, Star Wars uh, show. Um, yeah. No, well, Joe. It's Disney it, now, isn't it? It. Yeah. No, but Bill Burr is. Burr, right. Wait, yeah, say that again? Isn't like one of those things. Burr, what? Never mind. Just let's do it quick. Let's do an edit on that. Let's go back. <laughs> Mark on. Editor, Mark on this. Let's go back. I was like, oh, we got. Here we go. You got Joe Bartnick on the podcast today. Pretty <laughs> Take cool. two. Pretty excited. He opens up for Bill Burr. Uh, travels around. I mean, let's see how good this editor is. <laughs> he just he actually travels around the spots all over the country. He was just out this way last week. He was in Jer Pennsylvania, Jersey, or something with uh, Jameson and Florentine. Oh, nice, 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 nice. Somewhere. Yeah, I saw Don. I love Don. Don's actually going to be on a, uh, on a show coming up very soon. Uh, actually, it's this Wednesday. This episode won't be out, but we're yeah, getting on back again. Um, at the club. Guys, if you haven't, go check out our website, somewhatdamagedpodcast.com. Check out all the latest news that's happening over there. And of course, follow us on all forms of social media. We and got some cool shit pictures. coming up. We got shows coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Some really great pictures from last Wednesday. That was a great show. Yeah. It's, did did uh, George Wallace perform with his mask on the entire time? Did he what? Perform with his mask on the entire time? No, no, no. George took it off when he got on stage. You know, uh, <laughs> let me change over to my uh, my mobile hotspot because you're cutting out a little bit here. Um, but no, he didn't perform with his mask on the whole time. Um, he uh, he actually he was great. But you know, when somebody that legendary, like you don't want to annoy them, and you're coming up to that 9:30 mark, I'm like, oh my god, is he going to come? Is he going to come? Is he going to come? And uh, yeah, I just. I swapped some things around so Brian could close just in case that George wasn't coming. And right before Brian's about to go on stage, here comes George Wallace. And I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, because I was touching, I was texting back and forth with someone and they were like, yeah, he's not here yet. And I'm like, huh. And then next, no, there he is. Uh, how long, thank was, it, was he good? Was he, was he, how, how long did he do? Didn't watch and he did about 20 minutes. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, I mean, there's something about, I don't know, it's very rare that I will watch a comedian's set. Like, uh, I guess I've watched a comedian's set in the past and it disappointed me and I looked up to them and I get very nervous to watch, uh, like, like, like a big celebrity comedian. Why? Um, you know, I, I don't know. Like it gets, it's interesting. I just, I, I get, ah, it's not like I'm too cool or anything. It's like, it's the matter that. I don't want to ruin my image of them in case they suck. 
You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I'll be honest, like when Aziz was working on stuff, I saw him a couple of times and I was like, oh, this is fucking terrible. And the other one is Chris Rock. Like, and, I'm, and, and listen, because here's the thing is like, I'm a fan before I'm an industry person. So sure, it's just one of those things, you know, but I did see, you, did you remember, I don't know if you remember this. Did you remember George Wallace was on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Oh my God, no, no. What was he yeah. on the Fresh Prince yeah, of yeah. Bel-Air? I'm going to send it to you. And you, He plays a barber named George. And if you don't know, I'm gonna actually going to, I'm going to send you the TikTok today uh greg you can post it up for our for our listeners to see that episode that he's in uh it's really good it's it's you know like george is so quick i mean uh and so i don't know but i'm excited i'm excited i'm in the festive spirit well buddy i got my uh got my santa claus on a dinosaur sweater <laughs> where'd you get that marshall's probably something stupid like that I don't know, five and dime, dollar store, dollar general. Where's Joe? I mean, the after show, the after show. That was fun. I did want to ask him if he was a more gravy or sauce guy. That was, that was one. I'm here. I'm going to really make, you know what? I'll, I'll text him and ask him. I'll give you the answer. I want to say this and people are going to get pissed at me, but real Italians, it's always sauce. Sure. That's what I, I mean. Always listen. sauce. The, you know, you know who calls it gravy? I'm going to, this is going to piss people off. If oh, here we that. go. Here's here we tell, go. If my sexuality did piss off enough of our, our here, listener here's base. Who calls it gravy? It's the people that live in these let's call them the outer banks of New York city, like little, little small Italian pockets, right. In like, let's say uh, Fairlawn, New Jersey, okay. they'll call it fucking gravy. It's not gravy. Go into the Bronx and you show me one fucking Italian. That's going to call it gravy. I but let's break down happen. though. Let's break down. Essentially what you're doing is you're rendering fat from meats then you're thickening it with an agent. Isn't that gravy? No, because that's not what that's not what Italian sauce is. It's the it's same not. exact thing no, as no, 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 no. Listen, I'm no. just saying, and I'm just, and, and, and I'm just giving a defense. And I have no dog in the fight. I don't care to call it sauce gravy. But the facet is, is that gravy is put on mashed potatoes, which is a starch. Gravy is put on pasta, which is a starch. And then you, you, I mean, I'm just saying, I am just saying. Okay. I I'll, if we're talking about brown gravy or Turkey gravy, I will put that on meat. I love like a chopstick with brown gravy and fried onions. Okay. That's great. It's delicious. So you would but, eat a meatball by itself without any of the gravy on top. Have you, oh, oh tell, uh, let me tell you, not only will I like true diehard, like Italians that like grew up going to Sunday meals at their aunt's or grandmother's houses absolutely will go into the oven and pull out a fried meatball and eat that meatball fried, no sauce. And it's the best thing you'll, you'll eat all day. I mean, I, okay. I, I but here's the difference that's meatloaf at that point. No, it's not. Here's the difference between gravy and sauce. And here's why, what, how you're like trying to make it. Right, I'm not, right? I'm just playing devil's advocate no, and, and defending the other half of the, right. of, of our fan base okay. that fucking hates you right now. The other half is wrong. So, <laughs> 
when you're eating a brown gravy, right? Are you going into that gravy and pulling out gigantic pieces of meat, whether it's steak, brujol, sausage, meatballs? The answer is no. You're taking that liquid, 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 and you're dumping it on top of something. Okay, when you're cook, if you're cooking meatballs and sausage and brujol and all that shit the right way, you're cooking it in the pot with the sauce. Sure. Okay, and then when that is all done and the juices from the meat have infiltrated your sauce and you boiled all those fucking juices and sauces and everything together, you take out the meat. Right. You take the meat out and you separate it. Then you take the sauce and you put it in a sauce bucket, bucket. and you now have two different things, totally two different things. And your, your meats are not part of your sauce. They are just cooked in the sauce as a vessel. Listen, I get it. I get it. But if you want to break it down, even when I make a prime rib, all right, I use all the drippings and the fat. When I put a meatball and I cook it in the oven, I take the same drippings in the fat right. and I make it into a gravy. So that's the kind of, and listen, I'm, listen, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I have no dog in the fight whatsoever. So do you go, okay. So just go into any supermarket and tell me if you can find a jar of spaghetti gravy. I, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I, I think you might find some small boutique bullshit Sunday gravy in a jar that is by Aunt something fake. But that's to appease to the fake Italians. Sorry. I mean, I just I, I think I think we pissed off. I think you pissed <laughs> off a lot of people on that one. Let's be 